Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Melissa, I'm thinking about this idea and I had this question, like, and I was kind of asking myself this question. Mm. Um, and so we should talk about it. My Go question on. is, are you seeking truth or are you just validating your beliefs? Oh, because what I will, I mean, frankly, mm. observe in myself a lot of times is yeah. when, when I'm talking to somebody, um, a lot of times I think I'm actually just trying to validate the things I already think Yeah. versus trying to learn or, or find the truth. Mm -hmm. And now that sounds like super, I don't know, shallow of me. No, or it doesn't not, sound that way at all. Like I'm not being logical or something, but I think it's a human tendency to just try to like find other people that validate what, what yes. you already believe. Yes. Yep. Which is how companies are formed, which is how friend groups are formed. <laughs> Which is how okay, you, so it's not a crazy thing to do. No, no, <laughs> this is a really common thing. I, I well, think we, yeah, I think that that's like a we really want common to thing. Seek truth, right? We want to find some, you know, we we want to have conversations that are like open and mm -hmm. curious and are driving towards like a common understanding. Yeah. So why do we? Why do we? Uh, why do a lot of times we just more try to validate what we already think? Well, I think our brain has kind of an agenda. Mm -hmm. I think we all have our own personal agendas, mm -hmm. aware or unaware. We all have an agenda. And the agenda usually at the top of the list is make sure we feel safe. Make sure we mm -hmm. feel validated. Um, don't go oh. too far away from feeling validated. Okay. And, and the safety part of validation mm -hmm. is I'm part of the tribe. I'm part of the group. Like, Commonality. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to say, to, I'm not going to be too far outside the group think. Mm -hmm. So I'll yeah. be accepted. Yes, exactly. Right. That's you the know, safety thing you're talking about. Mm -hmm. right? And I don't think, I don't think most of the time we're even consciously aware that we're doing it. I think it comes from our yeah. own, you know, I think it comes from our personal biases. I think it comes from all sorts of things. We have an idea of what our truth is, mm -hmm. right? And you know that old adage, I don't know if you've ever heard of anybody say this, but I love this phrase that is, when we have an idea or when we think something is, we seek all of the confirming evidence. Mm. So if we have, if we have a truth, we look for confirming evidence everywhere. Um, and it's just how we're paying attention. It's what we're paying attention to in the moment. So, you know, it's like, have you ever like bought a new car and then yep. you see that car everywhere right. on the freeway? Yeah. yeah. It's the that same thing. all the time. Yeah. And you never noticed yep. it before. It's that same thing. I think it's yeah. that same piece of us that just so desperately wants to feel safe by being right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's unfortunate too, though, because I think that we we miss so many opportunities for growth because we do seek to be validated by what we think is our truth. Hmm. I really think that that's the, the core of it. I might be wrong. 
Well, I was just thinking to, to things like, like what we were talking about just fundamentally is like, um, I feel like I see this really, you can see this really like, um, from the outside easily with like, with like teenagers, right? Oh, yeah. You ever see mm-hmm. that group of teenagers that are like walking together and they're like mm-hmm. literally all dressed the same and yeah. like they all talk the same? Yes. Like, yes. Oh, there's like five of the same person. Yes. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to seek safety yeah. by all kind of like thinking, dressing, yep. talking all the same. Yes, it's so right? important, especially in, in younger ages, it's so important to have that binding group. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so maybe as we mature, like we maybe like to tell ourselves that Mm. Like, no, we not, you know, I don't, I don't act like that. I don't, I'm an independent person. <laughs> yeah. Right. I like, yeah. <laughs> don't need to necessarily be part of these clicks. Like I don't have to click so hard with a bunch of people. Um, yeah. But maybe what we do is we just get better at masking it. I think we all have ideas of what truth is. And you know, it's really funny. Um, you know, I do a lot of like team events and I was doing for the John Maxwell company, I was doing a public workshop. So it was all different companies everywhere. And we, as an exercise, put the word truth. What does truth mean? And we asked everybody at each table. So I think in that event, there were probably about 250 people. Okay. It's tables of eight or 10. I can't remember how we had them organized that day. Um, but anyway, so we said, put truth up. And then we said, every person has to choose five words that they think truth means. Hmm. And, and then they did. And then the next part of the, um, the next part of it was now you have to guess how many of your words matched at the table. Hmm. Okay, this was fascinating. So, well, think of, hold on. What's like? Let's see. What are so? I'm just trying to think of like, like some examples. What does truth mean? Yeah. Right? So you're saying like, there's lots of different answers. Yeah, yeah. Just you use five words to describe what you think truth means. Okay. So like, like just what's one of them? Um. <laughs> now you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> well, I would say like truth is like an honorable trait. Okay. Full. Uh huh. Right? Okay. Um, to me, it's like clarity. Like you're trying to seek clarity. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. The two words that came to my mind right off yeah. the bat were honest and mm-hmm. real. So, okay. Okay. So now even, uh, even in this little tiny experiment of, of this discussion, how many tables, let's say there were, let's say that there were 15 tables. I can't remember, but I'm guessing it was around 15. Let's say there were 15 tables. How many tables do you think had three or more words that matched? Hmm. Well, given our micro experiment, probably not many. Zero. Zero? Zero. Wow. Yeah. So that means everybody's... <laughs> truth. Understanding. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> truth about the word truth is different. 
Right. So it's so fundamental. Isn't that interesting though? So, so coming back to your original question, because I don't, I don't want us to lose that. You, you said when you're seeking truth, are you truly seeking, are you seeking truth or are you seeking to be validated for what you thought was true? You asked, that's not exactly how you worded it, but something like that. Okay. Even in how we ask questions, especially leaders in my coaching conversations, it happens so often. It seems to be whenever you have your own agenda, which we all have an agenda, whether we're aware or not, agenda doesn't mean bad, by the way, agenda just means you have some idea of what needs to happen. You have a picture of what your agenda, what your truth is. Um, It's very common when you're in a leadership perspective to feel obligated and to feel driven to create that reality for everyone else even if it's not right, mm-hmm. but in your mind, it is in your mind. It is your truth in your mind. It is the right thing. And so even how you bring people in to have conversation with you is different because you ask questions more in a leading way, as opposed to objective open ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's really easy to to ask leading questions where it's mm-hmm. nearly impossible to answer <laughs> anything contrary to what you asked. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or people that are trying to work on this might even ask a rather open-ended question and then finish it with, and don't you agree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of things there. It's, uh, it's first our own, like our own awareness around um, kind of like our, the way we're thinking about things and like recognizing when we're trying to, when, when we want to be validated, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep, that's a huge part of it. Like there could be part, there could be times where, where you're feeling uncomfortable and the way back to feeling comfortable is being validated, right? Yes. Like, like, uh, yeah. in my experience, it'd be like, well, I'm out here on the edge, right? And the things I'm thinking are not the common group think, and I'm feeling uncomfortable, but I think this is where we need to go, mm-hmm. right? I think, I think I need to, again, from like a leadership perspective, yeah. I think I need to lead the group down, you know, into the scary part of the forest over here, because <laughs> I know that's the way to success. So this is why, where I think we'll be more successful, but it's scary going that way for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I will want to find people who want to go on that adventure with me. Yeah. Right. Yep. I'll try to, I'll try to, to validate that. Um, or what would happen more often is that would be too scary to put those crazy ideas out there. And then I just go back to status mm-hmm. quo. Do you know what I think another reason is that we haven't mentioned yet? Um, as we're talking about why we do this, I think another reason is our own comfort with ambiguity, mm. our own confidence and comfort with not having absolutes. Most people are not in a place they might think they are, and they may situationally be open to ambiguity, but oh, lots of times people don't like that at all. They want absolutes, even oh, if it's not an absolute yeah. they like. Yeah. No, you're right. Even if it's an absolute they don't like, they'll still yep. 
lean into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is this is a thing that that I didn't realize for a really long time. Mm. Right here, mm. and is is this idea that people are not comfortable in ambiguity? Because I think, because I I am. Mm-hmm. Like I really don't mind not knowing all the answers, mm-hmm. being lost in the woods. Like I really don't mind that at all. Right? Yeah, and you in don't. Fact, I sometimes seek it because I I kind of like trying to f- <laughs> be in a situation where I'm like lost and can't figure it out. Yeah. Like actually, even really practically, I literally like being lost. <laughs> I hate being right? lost. Like I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Like me and um, me and my buddy Ray, like you know, go on these like yeah. epic climbing adventures. <laughs> yes. And like sometimes we are crazy lost, like like halfway up a mountain, have no idea which direction we are, not sure if we're ever gonna make it out. Right. And and there's been occasion where he's freaked out. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know, this is okay, whatever, maybe we'll sleep up here, right? No, no, like, no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> but the idea that, um, that in, like, in, in a case where, like, you're lost, things are, like, you don't know enough facts to make decisions, right? And in mm-hmm. business, this happens all the time. Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like as, um, in a lot of positions, especially leadership positions, you have to make decisions on fragments of information. Right. But it can be even deeper than that. It can even be in the ambiguity of a relationship mm-hmm. on a leadership team or a relationship in your personal life. Not so, exactly sure if that person is completely aligned with you in all the things that you think are important. Yeah. So in a situation where things are not super clear, Mm-hmm. What do we start doing? Yeah. Yeah, we start asking questions, don't we? Yep. And, and some... the nature of those questions. Mm-hmm. Are constricting. Yeah. <laughs> or leading. <laughs> or at leading, ba- yeah. At bare minimum, leading. On a worst mm-hmm. case scenario, constricting because you just need something to be absolute because you're so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, you see it in couples a lot. You see it in couplehood a lot where there is one that is much more particular and specific. And then the other one is a lot more laid back. And it causes a huge amount of discord when the laid back one doesn't take a stand in the same manner that the real specific one would. Like it happens in so many situations. (laughs) Oh, what an interesting situ- like scenario. I wonder if that's happening in my relationship right now. Uh, but I was talking to our mentor yesterday, and it was hilarious because he was like, well, now listen, this, is, this has to be her idea. It can't be my idea, yeah. you know, because otherwise it's not going to go over as well. And he wasn't even saying it with like negative energy. It was like just fact. Yeah, yeah. I would say for me, I get, uh, I will like, uh, you know, Amber will say a lot like, like, why? I just need you to have an opinion, right? Oh, like, yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I, but I don't care. Like, like, yeah. please do this or that. You know, it's like, yeah. I'll just go yeah. with the, I'll just go with any flow there is, right? Huh. Um, but 
you're right. Some lots of people would just prefer like, well, just pick one. It almost doesn't matter. Just pick one. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. But again, if you're seeking to feel safe, your truth looks to has to look a certain way for you mm-hmm. and you will behave in a way to get that truth there so that you feel safe. Mm-hmm. It's it's so interesting how human beings think about things and then how they respond. And again, most of the time we're not even aware that we're doing that. It's so habitual from younger days that even as our relationships morph, whether they're our spousal or our love relationships or our friendships, or if we've worked with a leadership team that we've had for years and years, or we've worked with a peer group team at work, we do evolve. You know, we do change and we don't need the same level of black and white core things as we develop. We are able to let loose some of that, but the habit of going to that knee jerk, oh no, I, I need it to look a certain way. I need to make sure everybody is on the same page with me about this. That just runs really deep, habitual. Yeah. It's just yeah. habitual. So what, um, just more tactically, like yeah. let's just get down to some tactics. Yeah, let's do it. How can we <laughs> ask better questions, right? Mm. If we are, if we really do want to, get to someone's Mm -hmm. like true feelings true opinion we want to make sure that they're just you know we want to make sure we're we're not pushing our agenda and we're staying really open to hearing yeah what another person has to say yeah um how Mm. do we phrase questions or how do we enter conversations um to open up that space Mm. for the truth instead of us just trying to validate our our, our, our own beliefs. You know, we're so opposite you and I, I think it'd be really interesting if we both answered that question because I bet we wouldn't say the same thing. Do you want to go first (laughs) or do you want to go second? Go, uh, I'll go second. Okay. Um, for me, you said, how can we change the nature of our questions or something you asked Mm -hmm. like that? Okay. Um, what I have really worked on doing is I notice that when somebody says something, I have an immediate response. Like it is like a, I can't even explain it, millisecond response. And in my earlier days, I would want to have that response starting before the other person was even done talking. Mm. It's like, I was so ready for the, I was listening only long enough to have what I was going to say back and get it back to the rails or get it back to the, the comfort zone or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, The thing that I have specifically done is to become a better active listener. Mm. So that's one thing that I've done is to be a really good listener, because if you're a good active listener, it's so informative of how the other person is feeling, not just what they're saying, Mm -hmm. but if you're watching their body language and you're listening to their tone and you're being more aware that they have an equal playing field as you listening better is super helpful. And the other, um, the other tactic that I've really used a lot is to reframe what I've just heard Mm. so that I understand it. So let me just make sure I understand. So are you saying this Mm -hmm. so that I give myself that time to respond? And I also give that person the validation of hearing what they're saying. And a lot of times I, Um, have been able to shift quite easily by doing that. Like I've been shocked how much those two things have really helped over the years, really, truly made a huge impact for me. 
Yeah. And uh, for you as, as an, a more extroverted yeah. thinker, yep. like you will talk to think. Yep. And so you put in some uh, time in there, just like you pausing your, mm-hmm. your talk to think mm-hmm. helps the other person, right? Yep. Yep. And, yep. and I've given this acronym before, but anybody that has trouble doing that, use the WAIT acronym in all caps, W-A-I-T, standing for why am I talking? <laughs> I'm put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> a t-shirt that I wear that says, hey, you should wait. <laughs> oh, so, I'm sure you wouldn't get beat up at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, how about you? You uh, go now. So for me, one of the things that I notice that I will do, especially at work, because I have so many ideas and mm. and I and I just spew out like mm. different angles of things all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually causes a lot, probably more ambiguity for people, and so a lot of things. Uh, I started using phrases like, I wonder about mm. a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder what would happen if we, yeah, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. did double at the trade show and, 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 you know, double effort or half effort. You know, I, I wonder these things. Yeah. And just using the idea or the, the phrase, I wonder, opens up the conversations uh, so other people can really share what they are actually thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Because if I go at something, if I go at something and say, you know, let's, see, let's use a, like, again, like a, a work event, like, mm-hmm. like, um, I think we should, if I use the word, I think we should double our effort at the trade show. People mm-hmm. would hear that as we should double our effort edict. at the trade show. That's JJ an said. edict. Yes. JJ thinks that that's what we should do. Mm-hmm. But what I really want to know is, should we do that? Is like that even a good idea? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll say, I wonder if we should double our effort at the trade show. Mm-hmm. And other people will say, oh, well, hmm, maybe. But yep. that's a lot more money. I don't know what we're going to get the return. It opens up the space, right? Yeah, I like so that. So there we're, we're, we're actually getting better results by a very simple change in phrasing. Yeah. And if you already say the phrase and then you catch yourself thinking of this podcast and go, oh, darn, I didn't say that, but that's what I meant. I actually will oftentimes say my opinion first, mm-hmm. but then I will say, now, hang on a minute. That is only my opinion and I am yeah. okay being wrong. I say that yeah. a lot. That is only my opinion and I'm okay being wrong. I'm sure interested to hear what you think. Like, so just yep. offer that up. Yep. The other thing that I've been working on that I'm not really great at yet is mm-hmm. from the emotional side mm. is if I feel something, mm-hmm. right? If I have a strong emotional reaction to something, um, and someone else has a different mm-hmm. emotional reaction. Like <laughs> it's hard strong. for me. Yeah. It's hard for me to like, not, yeah, it's just like, like I, I like, like maybe, so like maybe a scenario, it's like, 
um, Amber's mad about something. I'm not mad about something. Mm. And in, and there's there's probably like a middle ground there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard to, to to not push your feelings onto someone else, mm-hmm. right? So I've been trying to like be okay with validating someone else's feeling, sharing my feeling and then just like letting the whole thing letting go it and not trying to push like yeah like no you shouldn't feel angry right? yeah well you can't tell someone how they should feel right yeah <laughs> so right. um right because both those are true yeah feelings right? are both never those wrong. feelings yeah, are exactly. true so i've been working really i guess what i would say is like i've been working really hard on making sure that hmm. i never say someone's feelings are wrong even if they're different than mine yep yeah that's really good and the the last and final offering I would have in this topic is to ask better and different questions. Mm -hmm. Get really good at asking questions, not leading questions, but um, questions that are softer, Mm -hmm. that rely on dialogue to hear the answer, not a simple answer, but a, well, can you tell me how you got to that? And what would that mean to you? Like if this is, what does that mean to you? And what is the feeling that you have behind that? You know, asking more questions like that, that affords the person respect and grace and that you're interested. And then I think you really can come to the capital truth, right? The capital Mm -hmm. T truth. Yeah. Which again, might be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. There might actually not be a perfect common truth, but maybe... Mm-hmm. There'll be at least a shared understanding of everyone's yeah. thoughts and feelings. Yep, precisely. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.